joined now by Dr. Sarah Sandley. She's the chief executive of Active, which is basically Auckland Sport and Recreation. I expect Sarah, like all of our other guests, she's been a rather frantic day for you and all of your staff. Uh, kia ora, Darcy, indeed. Um, it's uh, pretty concerning, pretty troubling what's happening at the moment. So I suppose your first point of call, what's your major concern as, as, the, uh, as the CE of, of Active? What do you have to oversee? What's your primary worry? Um, well, our responsibilities are to try and make sure that the overall system is healthy and that more kids uh, and more kids participating in sport um, and that the system is really strong. There are lots of volunteers that are helping that. So just to give you a sense of the scale, there are 308, almost 309,000 volunteers in Auckland. Um, there are 1,500 clubs. Uh, it's uh, we, we're looking at the scale across Auckland and are concerned about overall activity levels. We're, we're pretty agnostic about what it is that people do. We want there to be lots and lots of options for people and plenty of activity. So, you know, just today we've had a flood of applications to our community resilience fund, partly in response. We've had a flood of further responses to a return to play survey that we've got in the market. There is uh, concern out there uh, in the sector. How do you coordinate a response to what's happening to cover off 309,000 volunteers and 1,500 clubs? What a nightmare, Sarah. <laughs> Beautiful nightmare. We work through others, of course. Um, so we've got systems in place to get information out. We have, uh, if you look at the COVID-19 lockdown, Darcy, we, we, we quickly moved to pretty much putting everything online and uh, at times in some of our sector resilience meetings had I think our peak, we had 200 other leaders in those meetings who in turn were gaining information that would help them. So our role is really facilitating and helping others to lead in their environments and to, to, um, to do well in their environments. Who do you believe are the most vulnerable in this current situation, oh. be it individuals or clubs or particular sports? Yeah, that's a really good question. Uh, there's, no, there's, there's simply no doubt when you look at the research that um, the people hit hardest are those on lower incomes. Unfortunately, there's a correlation between lower incomes and certain ethnicities and, uh, and certain parts of Auckland. Um, and, uh, you know, women and girls also tend to be affected more, um, will be affected more. So, yeah, it's, uh, it, it's, a, it's a really big challenge to, uh, to redress that with the various um, uh, initiatives we've got in place. How specifically can you target those at-risk groups with, without, I suppose, overseeing the other groups that are involved with, with underactive? Um, well, we've, we work through a network, and so our partners, um, the uh, CLM, Sport Auckland, Sport Waitaki Harbour Sport, College Sport, um, in turn are in touch with a huge number of community groups and participants. So we work through through a, a structured system, a system approach, and we've got... Um, as I mentioned earlier, we've got various um, funds that are available and various services that are available pretty much universally through those systems. You, you talked about the, the money and the response to, to funding, to, to rescue funding, which is obviously an enormous enormous amount of money that you're dealing with and much needed. Have you got, oh, it's a silly question, I suppose, have you got enough? Are there, are there sufficient funds, do you believe, to aid and abet the progress of sport in Auckland? Well, first thing to say is that uh, Sport New Zealand did a brilliant job in encouraging the government uh, to invest $265 million 
extra into sport and recreation over the next four years. So it started there, and that was a great result. The next thing is that part of ACTIV's role is we advocate for Auckland. We want our fair share, and I can assure you that Auckland is getting its fair share. The third thing is you were talking about those vulnerable groups earlier. Then we point the money where it's most needed, and that will be evident when the um, two Manawa uh, um, funds are announced uh, in a couple of weeks' time. So um, is there enough? Oh, that is a million-dollar question, Darcy, but um, certainly there's plenty of money at the, at the moment. Um, you know, we encourage and urge people to apply to the Community Resilience Fund um, to help to help um, cope with uh, the reduction in membership that they might be confronting, amongst other things. I'm glad you said most needed because I've literally wrote that down on a bit of paper right in front of me when you were talking, just as something as it came out of your mouth. But where, where is it primarily used? Is it just to make up shortfall of of membership? Is it is it about gear? Is it where, where does most of the money go? Or is that far too generic to answer? Um, no, the, the the community resilience fund. There are things that can and can't be applied for. So um, you can't apply, for instance. So I was looking at it just now. You can't apply for costs for an AGM as one random example, but you can apply for facility costs. Um, I don't think you can apply for equipment. All the details are on the active website, active.org.nz, um, under Community Resilience Fund, um, and the application process is. is is pretty straightforward. We've had 50 applications um, so far after a few days. We've already approved $120,000 as an example of the demand that's there. What are you expecting as far as demand now that we're experiencing another wave and another couple of days, which let's face it, uh, Dr. Sandley may end up being a couple of weeks uh, under, yep. the, under the new regime. What, what kind of input are you expecting from, from the public there? Um, well, we've got $2 million in this latest um, tranche and if we need more money we'll be going to Sport New Zealand and knocking on their door so we'd like to see all of that out of the door to be perfectly honest over the next couple of weeks. Okay and if you've seen a, a big uptake just today under these yeah. new or is it, it will probably get greater won't it over the, over the coming days? I think I think you're right yep. Have you extended that information do you think you've got that net cast wider are most people aware through whatever means that this actually is money out there to assist local sporting community? Well, we and our partners have certainly done our best. It's been, we've, we've been right through our databases um, and publicised as heavily as and as regularly as we possibly can. This kind of discussion tonight has to help. If anybody's listening who's not sure, please speak inside your club, ask the question, speak to your regional sports organisation, your national sports organisation, go on our website. So, you know, the money is there and we want it out the door. Yeah, and I'm presuming there's, there's absolutely no shame in this whatsoever. As you said, the money's there, you want it out the door. If anyone needs help, just apply, have a look, find out what the parameters are. You never know. And it might just be as little as $500 or $1,000, yeah. and it could be an absolute lifeline for your local club into these uncertain times. You're so right. You know, it's, it's a, you'd be amazed at the number of conversations we've had, even amongst our team just casually in, in sports that they're involved with, but people have assumed that they wouldn't be eligible. And uh, <laughs> one conversation later, they've applied and been successful. Please go online and apply. It's not difficult. Um, I think part of the issue, Darcy, we look at the economy when we're thinking about this. Um, AT recently said that 50,000 jobs are going to be lost in Auckland. That's 50,000 households with less money coming in with less money to put food on the table and to cover the basics. And in that environment, 
you know, you really start worrying about um, membership uh, and uh, kids um, being, um, families having enough money to support their kids playing sport. It's all out there. Go out and seek it. Dr. Sarah Sandley from Active, thank you very much for your time this evening on Sports Talk. Thank you.